Uh, good morning and good afternoon, everyone. I'm here with Maine, a uh, crypto trader. Been yes. trading since uh, 2013. Thanks for being with me here today. Thanks for having me, man. Excited to be here. Can you tell us, uh, just to dive in quickly here, what is, uh, you know, what's your history and background in crypto? Yeah, so I got into to crypto kind of accidentally. Um, you know, I had a buddy of mine uh, back in 2012, actually, when you know, Bitcoin and things are trading very, very cheap, uh, who told me that he discovered the future of money. Uh, this also happened to be the same friend who would invite me to like multi-level marketing lunches, <laughs> telling me that he's found a new way to yeah. you know make a million dollars. So yeah. when he told me he found the new future of money, at first I was extremely skeptical. Uh, but then, uh, you know, he kept pestering me about it. And I said, okay, I'm going to look into this. And uh, yeah, I discovered what initially was just Bitcoin yeah. back then. And uh, I think it was trading around 200 bucks back yeah. in 2013. Yeah. And I was like, okay, I'll put some money in this. And uh, it was kind of trial by fire. Uh, you know, the market I joined, as many people do, when the market was really heating up and, and prices were, you know, multiplying very quickly. And uh, I had made a fair bit of money over the next year. And so at that point, I decided, okay, this is my thing. I want to know more about it. I went on to lose most of that money. But once you kind of, uh, you know, have that first taste of, you know, success, especially in a new industry, you kind of get hooked. And from there, it was just uh, about learning everything I could about trading, investing, blockchain, yeah. technology, and, and everything for the last almost a decade now, which right. is crazy. So if you say um, you're a trader, what is what does that actually mean? Like, what does a trader do? So I would classify trading and investing as two different things. Mm -hmm. I think an investor is more focused on putting their money in something, maybe not all at once, but maybe over you know a set period, like every month you invest some money, mm -hmm. just like you would into your RRSP mm -hmm. or any sort of savings account. Uh, and your time horizon is long, mm -hmm. right? You're saying, okay, I'm going to put some money away now and it's for retirement mm -hmm. or it's for when my kid goes to school or it's some sort of long-term mm -hmm. view saying, yeah. okay, I think over a long period of time, this is going to appreciate in value. Yeah. I think traders just an investor, but with a much shorter time horizon. Right. Maybe I'm looking to buy something today that I can sell for more tomorrow, yeah. next week, or maybe in a month. Yeah. So that would be kind of the main delineation I'd see. Yeah. I'd say it's how long are you putting that money away for? Okay, great. So when you look at a trade, um, what are the steps that you take before you actually execute a trade? I'm talking like what kind of research, what happens in your mind? What, what is this process that, that goes on with you? Yeah, so the type of trading that I do is quite technical, I guess you could say. So I'm trading primarily off of what you'd call technical analysis. Mm -hmm. So there's really two types of analysis. There's technical analysis, which is looking at the chart itself. Mm -hmm. What does the chart look like? What is the price today? What was it yesterday? Where do I think it's going to go? And trying to make a prediction. Yeah. And then fundamental analysis kind of encompasses everything else. Research, looking into the actual project or token. Is there a white paper? Do they have a Discord community? And doing all of those other things. Uh, and then those two together are kind of what should drive your decision, whether mm -hmm. or not it's something you want to put your money into. Me personally, since I trade on the relatively short term, if I'm buying Bitcoin, let's say, I'm likely looking to sell it because I think it's going to be worth more maybe one day to seven days. Okay. Very short term. Yep. So I'm looking for clues in the chart primarily uh, that give me an idea that, okay, I think that Bitcoin is going to go up from here mm -hmm. and I have to have an idea of where I think it's going to go to mm -hmm. and where I think that idea is wrong. Right. 
And I think that's one thing people make a huge mistake in both trading and investing mm-hmm. is they only think of the reward part of the, right. of the transaction. It's right. risk and reward. Yeah. What happens if you're wrong? What happens if it goes wrong? So yeah. that's something I have to know before I enter any trade. So I think one thing, when you, when you think about trading, you're fundamentally taking someone else's money, yeah. right? You are banking on the fact that they are maybe going to make a mistake and you're gonna benefit from that. Am I, am I right about that? Yeah, they say trading is zero sum, right? So for me to buy a Bitcoin, someone has to sell it to me, Yeah. right? And just no different that if I wanna short the market, I have to have a Bitcoin to sell and there has to be a buyer on the other side. So right. at the end of the day, if you study basic macroeconomics, it's literally supply and demand, Yeah. right? That's what determines the fair market price. Yeah. And if you are bullish, you think things are gonna go up, you believe that demand outweighs supply. You think yeah. that there's gonna be more buyers, you wanna be a buyer. Yeah. And you wanna make whoever sold it to you have to buy back higher. So it is kind of a nasty game in a sense where for me to make money, someone effectively is losing money, yeah. Yeah, so when you look at um, the difference between technical analysis and fundamentals. How much time, um, let's focus in on the fundamentals. Do you spend any time um, researching and understanding the fundamentals of the project or the Discord or how many Twitter followers they have or the community or all these other things? Absolutely, so I think it depends on what you're trading or what you're trying to invest in. I think for things like Bitcoin and Ethereum that have been here for a while, they're established, I think technical analysis is very is very good at what it does yeah. for making short-term decisions. Okay. I don't think fundamentals don't matter. Ethereum with the merger that's going to be coming up, like large kind of macro bullish events, yeah. you definitely want to pay attention. Mm-hmm. Um, I think fundamental analysis outweighs technical analysis when it comes to altcoins, uh, especially new, new coins, because as much as the chart might look one way, there's not necessarily a lot of history. I can look at the Bitcoin chart for 10 years right. and glean a lot of information. An altcoin that launched last week, yeah. the chart doesn't really do you any good. Right. So you need to look into all those things. Right. I guess, especially if there's low liquidity in that altcoin, exactly. it's, it's very hard to understand what's going to happen when there's only a few buyers and sellers. Yeah, and generally there's going to be some large players initially who they're going to dictate the short-term price. Right. But if you're like, hey, I think this altcoin is bullish for the long term and I think it's going to do very well, you need, you're going to get that information. Okay, how is the community? Is it active? What's yeah. their white paper look like? What's the roadmap? Are they actually accomplishing things that they promised or was this just a cash grab? Yeah. And uh, I think that there's a legitimate skill in being able to find new projects and then do due diligence on them. And I think yeah. it's a really cool skill to have because it's no different than investing in a business. Right. What do the financials look like? You know, how much money are they raising at what valuation? Yeah. Who are the investors who right. are behind it? Uh, so I think it's really cool because if you're in a business, if you're if you're an entrepreneur, you want to know how to read financial statements and all these things. Crypto is the same thing. What's yeah. the coin market cap look like? How big is the Twitter? Are they actively posting? These are all the things you want to pay attention to before putting your money behind behind something. I think that a lot of people forget that when they're investing in in crypto or what they're they're trading or investing for the long term, they are buying into an existing business, hopefully a legitimate business that hopefully has a viable product that hopefully will fulfill some type of need or remove some type of of tension in someone's life. And and I think sometimes people get just kind of hung up on the hype and they forget this is actually a business here. And if more people are going to want to engage in that business, maybe the, the, the value of the token will go up. Yeah. I, I think unfortunately there's a bit of a disconnect in crypto. Crypto is still so new. Mm. It's so new. When you look at, you know, other industries, um, we're, we're so new. And, and, and if you, I kind of liken it to the Silicon bubble era in, in, in San Francisco, mm-hmm. 
uh, where people were raising money on apps and ideas that didn't even exist yet, right? You could go in with a napkin where you wrote, hey, this app is yeah. ends up being Tinder, but you're going to swipe if you like someone right. and you can raise millions of dollars. Yeah. Crypto's kind of like that because a lot of these, to like a token launch is a fundraise. Right. That's what it is. Yeah. Um, they're raising money from investors at the seed level yeah. and then they're doing an effectively an IPO, but they call it an ICO, right? Instead of an initial public offering yeah. of shares, it's a coin offering. Yeah. So it's a fundraise. The difference is in traditional business, generally, you know, Twitter was Twitter before it did an IPO. The right. app already existed. It right. had millions of users. So you don't see that as much as crypto. Right. I think you, you're buying into a lot of the potential yeah. a lot more because right. a lot of these tokens, like this is what we're going to do, yeah. but they haven't done anything yet. So it's all that much more important that you do that due diligence. Right. You have to do your own research. If you're on, if you're in the crypto sphere, you always see D-Y-O-R. That means yeah. do your own research good. Um, because if you're not, uh, you know, up to date on what's going on, you have to realize the risk is so much greater because there is no, the companies don't have any assets or yeah. anything like Twitter. At the end of the day, they have an office building. They had all this stuff. They had employees before they even decided to do that fundraise and go public. Yeah. yeah. Crypto companies, right? They're selling the dream a lot earlier. It doesn't mean it's not going to work, but like you said, you want to make sure it's as legit as possible if you're yeah. getting in early. Yeah. Okay. Let's talk about um, maybe some trading techniques or, sure. or some strategies. One thing you often hear about is dollar cost averaging. Yes. Do you want to explain or break that down and, and maybe talk about your opinions of whether that's a good strategy or not? Yes. So dollar cost averaging, people often abbreviate it as DCA. Um, and uh, you'll see a lot of people talking about buying the dip, buying mm -hmm. the dip. Really what it is, is it's bringing your average purchase price down mm -hmm. by planning buys at you know, a starting level and then potentially levels lower. So if you bought one, if your plan is to buy four Bitcoins, you buy one at 20,000, one at 17.5, one at 15, one at 12.5, your average price is not going to be the price of that first 20,000 buy. It's yeah. going to be all your buys added up at each price divided yeah. by the number of buys. Right. So the idea is if you think that, uh, we're entering an area where it might be a good time to invest in Bitcoin, Ethereum, or any coin, and you don't know exactly where it's going to bottom. No one really does, but you're like, hey, I'm comfortable buying from this level down. Dollar cost averaging can be a great strategy because it allows you to get some exposure to the market. If price goes down, you're getting more exposure and bringing down that average cost. Mm -hmm. But if it doesn't go as low as you think, you're still in, right? Yep. Let's say you say, I want to buy at 10,000 and you put all your eggs in that basket. What if it never goes there? Yeah. But if you started buying at 20 and you got filled at 20, 15, 12, five and never hit 10, but at least those first three purchases did, you're still in the game. So I think it's a very smart tactic. Yeah. Uh, and it, it's no different than doing it in stocks, right? If we're entering a big dip in the stock market, most savvy investors, they're not buying all at once on one day. Right. When price is dropping, they're looking and they're saying, okay, here's where I want to start scaling in by 10%, 20%, yeah. 30%, and then you kind of let it ride. So did you catch the absolute bottom? Probably not, but you probably got some good exposure and were able to bring that cost basis down. So yeah, I'm a good. fan of DCA. Are there any other strategies that you think are helpful for kind of beginner or novice traders? Absolutely. Uh, markets are cyclical. So um, this is true for not just crypto, but for the stock market as well, right? We go through booms and busts, right? Mm -hmm. We have bull markets and bear markets, recessions, right? And, uh, 
you need to look at what's happened in the past as an inkling of what might happen in the future. It's, yeah. it's never gonna, uh, you know, be a one-to-one carbon copy, but it might be similar. Yeah. Right. And, uh, if you look for me, what I used to get involved in the last crypto bull run and previous crypto bull runs is I looked at what happened before. I said, okay, after things went crazy, we dropped 80% mm-hmm. from all time high. And then that's where price bottomed. And it stuck around there for several months and then it went on another rally. And then guess what? The next bull run, exact same thing. Yeah. Yeah. If you're looking at what's happening now, you want to kind of say, okay, well, if we're entering a downturn or maybe we're going up, whatever, you can look at the past and use that as a way pr- to predict what might happen in the future. I'm not saying that we're going to drop 80% and that's it. Yeah. We could go lower. I don't know. Yeah. But if that's what's happened the last three or four times, that's something I'm going to pay attention to. Yeah. Um, so that's that's definitely something I'd use. And I'd also say uh, learning from your mistakes of okay. the last time, right? Yeah. If this is your first time getting involved in crypto, pay attention to what you've done in the past yeah. uh, and try not to repeat those mistakes this time, whether it was having too much exposure, not enough exposure, risking more than you're willing to lose. Yeah. Um, learning from the past is key for, for future success. Can you break down a little bit of... Um... So technical analysis is something you mentioned earlier, um, which you kind of defined as, you know, understanding and reading the charts. So what are some simple things and, and recognizing we don't have a chart in front of us right now? Sure. What are some simple things um, that, um, you know, novice investors or traders can look at when they're trying to understand maybe the basics of the fundamentals of TA? So I would absolutely recommend that everyone downloads some sort of free charting software. TradingView is a website that I use. It's yeah. completely free and it allows you to pull up anything. Bitcoin, Ethereum, gold, silver, any asset in the world, you can look at the chart. Uh, and I would learn to just kind of understand the basics, mm-hmm. right? And uh, there's great resources. Like, uh, you know, if you can leave a link in the description of this or, mm-hmm. or, or however, babypips.com, kind of a silly name, but uh, <laughs> it's a website that has like the very, very basic fundamentals of doing technical analysis. Right. What is a candlestick? Most yeah. people don't even know what they're yeah. looking at when they look at the candlestick. Yeah. What does it represent? Yeah. How do I read it? So I would suggest going through a website like that or a YouTube video. There's so much great free stuff on YouTube, my channel included, where you can learn the basics of mm-hmm. uh, the main three things I think you want to learn are understanding what the chart actually is telling you. So yeah. if you're on the daily chart, what does that actually mean? Mm-hmm. Well, that means that each data point represents an entire day's trading. Yep. So how do you read that, right? Uh, and then I think learning how to draw basic levels of support and resistance. Mm-hmm. I think that will get people a lot farther than they think and mm-hmm. simply saying, okay, if price spent a lot of time trading around this level, maybe I'll mark that out on my chart. And if price comes back there, maybe that's a level I want to be paying attention at. Right. Versus if, hey, price came up to that level and it, drop down, maybe yep. that's a level I want to mark. And if yep. we're able to regain that, maybe we'll see more upside. So uh, I'd say it, it would behoove you. If you're like, I have no interest in being a trader, you should still know how to read a chart sure. and know what it represents because it sure. is part of the puzzle. Even yeah. if you're just like, hey, I'm only a fundamental guy, you should still know what the chart shows. Sure, That's great. Um, and then what about uh, research that you do? Where do you look? Do you subscribe? Do you pay for any newsletters? Do you subscribe to um, to anything? Who do you follow on Twitter? What are these markers that you're looking for that you find really helpful for you to get the right intel you need? So I'll start that with trading is player versus player, and it is a solo sport. Mm. Um, at the end of the day, you're the one clicking buy or sell, mm-hmm. and it's your money. 
Yeah. Right. Unless you're managing some fun, which most people will never end up doing. Um, it's up to you, right? And you might say, hey, you know what, Trader Main, I love your stuff and you really know what you're talking about. Next time you buy, I'm going to buy. Well, what happens if that time you follow me, I was wrong? Yeah. Whose fault is that? Yeah. A lot of people would like to blame me. Yeah. But at the end of the day, it's like, was I on your computer pressing a buy? That's yeah. up to you. Yeah. Um, so at the end of the day, I always say your decision is your own. Mm-hmm. But just because it's a solo sport, just because it's player versus player, it doesn't mean that there's no benefit in community. Yeah. There is. I think there's great amount of information sharing in crypto. No different than the big boys. Hedge funds talk to each other. Me and my friends talk to each other. We share information. Discords are key. Um, Discord, I think, is where I'll, Discord and Telegram, I think, are two of the main ways to get information on new projects. Right. Uh, you want to be involved. If you have, if you're even considering putting money in a project, if you're not in their Discord, just seeing if it's even active. Right. Right. Because that's how you're going to know. Okay, are people actually using this blockchain? Yeah. Right. They're talking about all this stuff they're going to do. It's very easy to sell a dream on a white paper and do a cool ad. Are there actual users? Yeah. So I would use Discord. I would use Telegram. Yeah. Things like Coin Market Cap, and there's other scanners and tools that can tell you how many transactions are happening on this blockchain every day. Right. How many, you know, how, what are the average users on this DEX? Um, these are the types of things you want to know at a very basic level. Is the Discord active? Is the Twitter, are the Twitter followers real? Yeah. Right. Do they right. have 100,000 bots yeah. or are they actual real people with real engagement? Because mm-hmm. that is going to drive price, is mm-hmm. their demand. Yeah. Um, at a deeper level, getting into reading things like white papers and understanding what it actually means. What are the tokenomics? Does it make sense? Are they burning supply? Is supply limited? Who is in the seed round? How are those tokens being distributed? How is that going to affect price? Yeah. Uh, and these, this is all information that if you dig for it, it is freely available. Right. Right. If you buy into some token and then it drops immediately after you know a launch happens, you might be blindsided, but if you would have read the white paper and the tokenomics and realized that the seed investors got 100% of their tokens on launch day right. and probably just dumped it for yeah. an immediate profit, now you're not surprised anymore. And yeah. maybe you can now gamify that and say, hey, I know that there's probably going to be a dump right off the bat yeah. because of all of these pre-sale investors are going to sell immediately. Yeah. I'm going to buy then at a yeah. discounted price. Yeah. Or short it. Exactly. Yeah, that's great. Okay, that's really helpful. I like that. Um, I think. I think you've given us a really good uh, outline here of kind of the the basics of trading. Um, I think that's that's really helpful for us. Um, I want to I want to wrap things up here. Sure. Understanding you know the difference between the fundamentals and TA. Uh, understanding how important learning the fundamentals are um, is really helpful for us. And I think that it's great to hear some of the explanations behind, you know, what is trading and what's actually happening here uh, because many people do want to be traders and many people just want to be investors and, and, and buy and hold and, and, and DCA into things. And so that's really great to, to understand that. So I really appreciate that. Thanks so much, Min. Of course. Thanks for having me.